Well, first of all, what's up, guys? Now, today actually was super fun, you know, like to see how the team is playing actually well together, you know. I feel like since our Europe trip, you know, I feel like the team just got super close to each other, you know, and I feel like we always got each other back, you know. It's like family, right? It's like brotherhood, you know. And I feel like even on the court, we always know we got each other back, you know. And I feel like we've been doing the same thing. Yeah, that's all. Any stats you were proud of? Huh? Any stats you were proud of? Yeah, I feel like, yeah, especially on offensive glass, you know. Like, rebounding, we just, like, kill them, you know. So that's big time, you know. And, yeah. Any? Yeah. Whenever you guys are ready for a question. Coach, the last time um, you were know, opponent by 50 plus, I think it was back in 2016. How do you feel like the offense just clicked tonight? Um, I, thought, I thought our offense was good. Um, th I think the best thing we had going offensively was um, two things. One, we only turned the ball over five times. Like, we're really proud of that. Um, um, you know, we came, came into halftime with only two, and both of them were offensive fouls. And so the guys did an unbelievable job protecting the ball. In fact, Foose, to start the game, had two passes over the top where he just had to go win really, really difficult challenge passes. Our guys were really conscious of taking care of the ball against a team that's a, a real slap-down team. And for us to finish the game with five was, was extraordinary. And then, and then Foose's three-point shooting carried us. It was a remarkable. Um, you know, he's got to that level now as a shooter that every time he touches the whole Marriott Center is saying, shoot it, Foose. <laughs> yep. And so I think those are the best two things we had going offensively. Does but, he have a green light? Oh, he always has had the green light. Yeah. yeah. What was the latest on kind of where Ali is injury-wise? Yeah, so Ali's just uh, trying to get healthy, and um, he, he's, um, he's working really hard. He had a good day of work today. Um, and so we'll, we'll kind of see what progress he makes. Is Dawson Baker getting close to playing? Dawson getting a little closer. Met with the doctor on Monday and had some pretty good news. So he's he's now he's been able to to start his RTP protocol. And um, you know we'll see how the next couple weeks go. But we're hopeful to have him floating around here, maybe on the court. You know, sometime in December would be would be ideal for us. Is this the most complete performance you feel like this? Group of players has, has put on the floor since maybe last year. Um, I, I I don't know. I don't know how to evaluate that. I know a bunch of numbers we were super excited about. A bunch of statistical numbers. The thing that I was most excited about was, you know, um, and this came up in conversations. It certainly was a part of our team, and it was coming from our team leadership more than anybody else. Was that we had a, a really emotional game on Friday. We've been going really long and hard. We had an opponent that is picked to win their conference, but was certainly not didn't come in here with the cachet that a San Diego State did. And there's just this human nature of a letdown. And our our team, our our leaders on our team, and all the players on our team did an unbelievable job of saying, you know what, we're going to come take this incredibly seriously. We're gonna we're gonna first priority win this game, and second priority, and equally as important is, is we know we have to get better, and these guys were incredible. Like Foose's physicality um, at San Diego State carried over 
to the first 10 minutes of this game against a really, really big physical opponent. And it was startling how he was able to limit catches, like being his ball screen uh, responsibility and how physically he was on the glass and physically was taking away catches. And, and, and a lot of, for a lot of teams, those things go away and they didn't for us tonight. And that's probably the most important thing that came out of tonight. Boos, how much are you doing having Trevin out on the floor, what he does for this team and what he provides for you guys? No, Trevin Nell is just different, you know, like, even on practice, you know, he, he doesn't even miss a threes, you know, because whenever you get a catch, you better be there, you know, like don't even give him a space, you know, and I feel like we needed that, you know, he's going to help us big time, you know. Has he been the catalyst in giving you the prescription since he's the shot doctor? For oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's a shot doctor, but I'm trying to be like Dallin Hall, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Dallin Hall is he's, he's the step cutie, you know, but yeah. Was Dallin on a minute restriction? I know you said last time 25 minutes ago yeah. that would be a little bit shocking, but yeah. uh, was is he kind of on a set number, like no nope. farther than that? Nope, nope, just rotation. He was perfect. Is he going to go into the line, starting lineup anytime soon? Or you we'll see. Go? We'll see how it's playing out. Our guys are playing well. I thought the starting group did an unbelievable job today kind of getting us going, and um, – and so that's really important. Um, I, I, you know, I'd be shocked if Dallas is not in the starting lineup f for some of the season, as well as Jackson, as well as some other guys will rotate through. But um, you know, I think right now we have a group that's playing really, really well together, and they're kind of all fighting to like do this for each other. And I like it. I dig it. So um, you know, I thought we had a lot of guys play great. Certainly, Dallas was one of them for sure. Go second time this season in the first half. Yeah, that was probably my my favorite part of the first half. I thought felt like the first, you know, uh, probably 12 minutes in particular, our defense was 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 elite level. I was I was really proud of it. Like Foose anchor up with his physicality or in the in the lane, and then Atiki coming in and being an unbelievable rim protector in the first half. He was so good and so disciplined defensively. And um, with a really tough scout, we tried to uh, change up a way we're reading ball screens. They're very much a peel and a slip and a and a fake ball screen team. And so we kind of went to a like a lean into a stay tonight. We worked on it the last couple of days, and our guys executed. And the only way to execute that is to like be talking in real time and making decisions in real time. And our guys were unbelievable at it tonight. So I, I was really, really, really proud of us um, with how we responded on the defensive end of the ball tonight. Uh, I thought it was a, a really, a really special effort for us defensively. Two more questions. Do you think this was Atiki's best game? Yeah, I thought Atiki was great. I thought Atiki was great protecting the ball. You know, one of Atiki's Achilles heels last year was uh, both him and Noah. Um, I don't want to say they were sieves in terms of turnovers, but they, but they were they were racing to see if they could get to a double-double with something and turnovers. And I thought Atiki was elite level tonight protecting the ball, and Noah's been elite level protecting the ball like with desperation. Uh, this entire season. I thought both those guys were great tonight. I was really proud of him. And certainly Tiki gave us huge minutes. He was terrific. Last question. Mark, the, there's an emphasis on the, the block charge calls that changed where they told us at the Big 12 media days it would be almost impossible yeah. to, to draw a charge. Yeah. But I think Foose got one. Yep. Through three games, small sample size, but have you noticed that is that being implemented? Yeah, I, I do. We actually had two charges today. We had fooses, which they, they were calling as a shoulder more than they were calling as a planted foot. And then the second one, I think, was Spence going baseline. And actually, Spence took an extra step right before he went off. If he had actually jumped off, I think he ended up taking a right foot step. If he had jumped off his left foot, it would have been a block. And so, um, 
it's it's almost like everything's got flipped on its side. If you're one of those guys that jumps from outside the restricted area and kind of floats the lane, that used to be a disaster. Now that's kind of a winning formula for earning a block because you know, as we all know now, the whistle the the you have to be set before the the last foot plants before it actually touches the ground, not before it leaves the floor. And so. Um, we're, we're feeling that a lot. Uh, Trey Stewart got tricked up with what would have always been a charge, um, either San Diego State or the game before. It would have always been a charge, but with the new rules, it wasn't. So we're all trying to learn that right now. Sorry, John, I've got one more. Yeah. Mark, as a coach, what is the, the depth that you have with nine guys right now and maybe 10 or 11 if Ali and, and Dawson mm-hmm. can be healthy? What kind of confidence does it give you as a coach making decisions in game time? Yeah, it's, it's really important for us. Um, you know, we're, it, I think the most exciting for me is how these guys are playing together and sacrificing for each other. And, you know, once you start playing games, all of a sudden the stat sheet comes up and everybody's looking at, like, you know, everyone's looking at, like, what they're getting and how they're doing. And that's real for every player, including every player on our team. But I got a bunch of guys that are that are they're working really hard on like absorbing all the frustration they might see in the sheet and and trying to do this for the team, and that's pretty special. Um, the depth is going to be really important. I mean, you think about the depth right now. Um, you know, just think about the depth at the five. We have three big time fives and Foos. We're trying to slide to the four, but we have we have Foos and we have Atiki and we have Ollie. Three big time fives. Okay. And we've had one five healthy, like for five of the six weeks. I think we only had two or three guys for one of the, I guess we're eight weeks now. And so this depth is really important for us to be able to compete just because, you know, it's just like just having guys healthy and ready to go is really important. You know, you think about the depth that we have with Dawson Baker. You know, that's, it's, it's really important. We haven't had Dawson, so it's really important that we have the depth of the guys to step up. It's been incredible to watch Trey Stewart. You know, we didn't have a point guard at all on our roster for five weeks besides Trey Stewart. He had to take every – and J-Mac. Trey Stewart and J-Mac had to take every single rep, every single day uh, for five weeks. Think about that because – uh, you know, we had a point guard leave, and then and then Dallin was hurt, and Jax was hurt, and Dawson was hurt, and so this depth is massively important, and it's going to allow us to actually withstand the the rigor of this insanity that is the Big 12 right now. You got these 18 games where every single game is San Diego State every single Tuesday, or, or is going to be uh, Saturday and Thursday, Saturday and Tuesday right now, and this depth is really important. It's super important. So but the depth doesn't do you that much good unless you have beautiful guys, great guys that will kind of keep fighting for each other, and we have that. So those two things in combination give us a chance. Thanks, guys. Okay. Nice, thank you. Yeah. Two for two for the three-point line. <laughs>